That's right. We are really doing a live episode this week. Oops, did I give it away, guys? Ooh. You always give it away, Rob. Welcome to the latest Metal Injection mixtape. This mixtape is going to focus on guest appearances from people slightly more famous than us. People in bands. We're going to have a few... We're going to just co- compile most of the we? Music, music, musician appearances. We? we? The, yes, like we is in the live cast. Oh, okay. The royal we. Yeah. And uh, we're going li- to... In this in this edition of the live cast, we're going to have uh, bits and pieces of interviews we did with Tim Limbasis from As Are They Dying in Austrian Death Machine. Ian Christie. Paul Wagoner from Between the Buried and Me. Greg Weeks of the Red Poured. Oh, and uh, the, the, the Cattle Decapitation. Travis of Cattle Decapitation doing our beloved game show, Death or No Death. Right, guys? Yeah. Right. See, the, 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 the crazy thing about the live cast, though, is sometimes you don't even know when a musician decides to call in. Like the time that Snake from A Life Once Lost called us randomly without us even asking. You guys remember that? Yeah, I what, do. What was that like? <laughs> Wait, we're still here. Try to do that again. You didn't do it right. I was just, I was just making a voice. Uh, uh-huh. Here it is. Well, we have a caller on the Zach Beats Hotline. Our first call of the night, 267. You are on the new Wednesday livecast. What is your name? Is that me, man? What'd you say that? It's me. Am on? Yes, you are. Right yes, yes, you, you are. are on. What is your name? I'm a heavy metal. I'm a metalhead, man. What's it, what, what, what would you like us to call you? Metalhead number one. All right, metalhead number one. <laughs> Are you Mexican, Juan? Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, I I'm just up. more of a rocker, you know. What does that a Mexican mean? Mexican rocker. <laughs> you know, I like, you know, Cheech and Chong, weed, and... Uh, <laughs> But the reason I was calling is because, like, you guys said that you're going to have Trevor from um, the Black Dahlia murder. Yes. On, yeah. That's not happening. It seems though. like he's been. Yeah, it seems like he's been replaced by a second-rate Trevor from the Black Dahlia murder. So I was wondering why. Uh, I think he's a little confused. <laughs> no, I yeah, think well, he's trying to say that Pig Destroyer is a crappier version of Black Dahlia murder. Well, is what Pig he's trying Destroyer to imply. Is not. Going to be on the show. We're going to have Travis from Cattle Decapitation. Oh yeah, I, I knew it was some animal-themed name. No, My well, bad. Trevor from You're, Pig Destroyer is a band. Who's right? this guy? Who's this guy that thinks Pig Destroyer is going to be on? Who am I talking to? <laughs> I'm just as confused as you are, man. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm a rocker, you know. Shit, I don't think that's what possible. happened was that we were supposed to have Trevor on, but uh, what happened was they're going on tour, and. Uh, uh, he couldn't make it because they were leaving tonight as opposed to tomorrow morning. But let me ask you a question, Metalhead Number One: Are you a fan of A Life Once Lost? Because I hate that band. I think that band is full of douchebags, especially that guitarist yeah. Snake. Who does he think he is calling himself Snake? Right? And he talks shit can about you, the Mets all the time. What's can, up with that? Can you agree with me, Metalhead Number One? Is that the truth or what? That guy Snake. What's he trying to do? What is he on the Simpsons? What is he in prison on the Simpsons? You can relate with me, right, Metalhead number one? <laughs> number one, bro. Oh, number one. Sorry. <laughs> I know who this is. This is that snake I was just talking about. Why would you say those uh, mean things if you knew it was him? That's just fucked up. 
How would you say that? You know that it's him listening, and you still saying bad things about him, like t- almost to his face. Yes, yeah, Sid, you you don't ever say bad things about people you know. Only behind their back. You only said a bunch of bad shit about Snake behind his back. Hey, you didn't really say it to his when? face. <laughs> Just Did I say anything shitty to him at the show about him? You're no. This guy with the, his band this guy was with the girls' voice I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He was the one that came with me to uh, your show, your you Snake Sustain show. You sound you sound sweet, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. You wanna you wanna video chat? <laughs> right. Do you still have that handlebar mustache? It's a little bit longer right now. I'll take it. <laughs> it shows how fucking cool I am and I'm calling him your show. <laughs> I mean really. He couldn't even get through that sentence without laughing. <laughs> so what's up with that? How come you got like a fake ass? Trevor on the show tonight. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jesus. I don't think he's fake at all. I think Travis from Cattle Decapitation is a, is a nice guy, and he was nice enough to fill in on this. Uh, what is he, of a, a vegetarian or some shit, I read? <laughs> Are we all? Are Does we all vegetarian? tattoos? I am strictly a vegetarian. <laughs> no, are you a vegetarian? Sorry. Yes. All right. Wait, you don't like cock? Is that a girl? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we know girls, up, Snake. <laughs> they force me to be here every week. I try not to come, but they always She tries not to come, but, but she can't help herself. It's delicious. What's your name, girl? Girl. Yeah, what's up? Her name is girl number one. Wow, hey, let's, let's let him mack it. <laughs> let's be number quiet. one is my last name, but you can just call me girl. All right, girl. All right, boy. My name's Juan. Put your mack number down. One. All right, I like that name. I think she wants you, dude. Are you going to rob a bank for me and shower me with money? What? Are you going to rob a bank and shower me with money? Nah. I'm going to write, like, a, a sick, a Muir-style record and make some money, and then I'll shower it with you. <laughs> wow, this guy really knows how to sweet talk a lady. Dude, she's now fanning herself on the floor with her legs spread wide open. Have you ever met Alex Skolnick? Because if you have any Alex Skolnick stories, Noah is all yours. Oh, and Muir, yes. Oh. I love Yo, I need to have some beef with someone so I can have a bitch fight. <laughs> you have any Joe Satriani records at home? Can you, can you guys set up a bitch fight for me? Sure. He's kind of on my level of, like, coolness. Don't send anyone whack. Okay. Eric Estrada. No. <laughs> I'm saying a heavy metal guitar player. Oh. Hmm. What's that, what's that guy that. from Creed? Oh, What's that guy from Creed? Mark Tremonti. What's the there question? you go. Don't insult our guests. What's the question? He says, he says who's a, a he says who's a guitarist, uh, a heavy metal guitarist that's equally cool with him. I mean, uh, I don't know. Michael Amet. Who? Oh, from Arch mm. Enemy and Carcass. Who is that? What? <laughs> You're above Carcass and Arch Enemy Snake. Please, My goodness. don't offend about, our guest with Carcass guitarists. What about like? Nugent or some shit. Nuge. Oh, you're way cooler than the Nuge. I mean, seriously. That guy's a douchebag. I don't want to hang out with the Nuge. He was cool before he became a right-wing nut. Gun nut. Hey, Snake, what do you think of Cynic? Are you a fan of Cynic? Paul Moskowitz? Cynic? I mean, uh, 
that sounds like some technical shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know a Facebook group you should join. You're above cynic. Citizen love. Very good. <laughs> They're too old, man. I would fucking get crazy, you know. What are you listening to right now? What's some stuff you're you're jamming to? Uh, well, I was just listening to uh, Pandora, man. The, the website. <laughs> the website Pandora. Do, do they have a band now? Oh, like... I thought it was a band. <laughs> oh. uh. They're very eclectic sounding. That band. Ha, that was great, wasn't it, guys? Amazing. I know. And that wasn't the only time a, a musician randomly call, called in. Like, remember that time Johnny from Drop for a Cowboy called in and acted all awkward? Let's roll the videotape. Wait, we're on the radio. Kind no, we're of. not. <laughs> we're on the audio. <laughs> Let's roll the audio tape. There's no tape, it's digital. Roll the MP3. <laughs> all right, now I understand what to do. Roll the joint. Oh, ah. says Sid. That's the only thing that actually gets rolled here, other than Noah from time to time. To the clip. Oh, we have a caller for a 623. You are on the Zach Beats hotline. Where is Zach Beats tonight? 623, what's your name or alias? We're so organized today. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy Jam, Jimmy Juma. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Jimmy We're we're a morning show now. So, what's going on, Jimmy? Where are you from? From Arizona. 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 Jesus Christ! Save me. What's the weather like in Arizona right now? It's about 90 degrees outside. Who cares what the fucking weather is? <laughs> we asking him. He's our Arizona weather correspondent, I thought. Do we have weather music? <laughs> we can give him, then he could do the weather. So what's up? What's up? What do you want to talk about, buddy? Um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> the weather, obviously. Can we get, I already asked oh, what I want to talk about. Can we get about. the rednecks back on? <laughs> All right, no. news break. Yeah, well, thanks, let's get the news thanks break. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling in, man. You, you have been my favorite caller so far tonight. Woo. No complaints. Oh, the bar is very low, though. <laughs> jabba Another slur. No Jew jokes. Jubba jabba is a slur? Yeah, we're going to break some news, Keith. Don't you worry. Uh, Noah, why do you cue the music as opposed to responding to the chat? I mean, the... Yeah. Um, I sent you... The music oh, I don't. I don't. Play. I'm too busy uh, making funny, <sighs> funny words at a at a Joe. <laughs> to get it going. Yeah, oh, please play I'm it. So embarrassed. And uh, don't forget, we have a uh, live chat room, which is becoming the death of us. <laughs> and um, we all. Oh, uh, six two three is calling back. Now it's time wait, for the can wait main the course. Wait, no, let's oh, just no, take, let's, let's take the call. Really six two three, is this Joe again? Joe and Juba Jabba Juba It includes Jabba Darren's mind because Jabba this is Juice. You're on the line. <laughs> the famed game show. That wait, did I press it? Oh God, help us all! Jabba Juice, you are now on the line. Jabba Juba Yo, Rob, are you on aim? I don't know. I just thought that the uh, uh, maybe we, we learned how to. Uh, 
Are you really? I learned how to well, have not, control not the, the moment. flow of the game a little better than the Why? first one. I was still feeling out. Oh, uh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> We're doing a show. Are you on AIM? What? Answers better with more suspense. Uh, and stuff like I am that. now. Just a little logistics. Can I just read a joke that was? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> is this? Is Check it out. Are you in a band? No. Yes. Is your band signed? No, no? you're not in a band. No. Do you have... All right, then who are you? Are you animal, vegetable, or mineral? <laughs> <laughs> are you larger than um, a bread box? Uh, I don't know. What the fuck are we doing here? Why are you calling the show? You guys are blowing it. You're blowing it. Why not? Why can't I call the show? I saw it. That, you know, shit was going down. I thought I'd call you. See how Rob's doing. So I wanted to do. This is Johnny from Drop for a Cowboy, isn't it? <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> oh, he hung up. Oh, he hung up. Caught. Caught. Oh, Johnny from Drop for a Cowboy. Great to talk to you, buddy. Jabba jibba juju juju. Jabba jabba juju jabba a cowboy. Right. Can I tell? Can I tell a joke that was said in the chat room that's really offensive? Sure. All right. <laughs> What's and the difference between Jews and Boy Scouts? What? Boy Scouts come back from their camps. <laughs> oh. We're all Jewish, so we're allowed to laugh. Thank Anybody you, fans. Anybody who's laughing, you are a fucking racist. Six? And, the, and the motherfucker that wrote that in the chat is probably not Jewish Which either. one? Who was it? Keith Apparatus. Oh, that guy. Oh, no, it's Keith. No, it's Keith it's from good. the Apparatus. This is a good guy. Oh, I thought he that was someone some, impersonating. He said no. something mean about oh. me before, so he's a dick. It's fine. 623, back on the line. Hello. Who is it? How do I get to this chat room? <laughs> if you click through on the episode page, the chat is uh, is on the page. Click more, Johnny. All right, all right man. I'll see you there. <laughs> let, let me ask you a question, Johnny. You still there? No. Why? I just, no, have, why? I just have a question. Um, okay, fine. What? I remember you said you were going to do like a mayhem fest. I don't know what you're talking diary, about. Diary. Okay. You, nev you never did any. Is that uh, ever going to happen? Uh, what? <laughs> This next guest knows way more about metal than the four of us combined. His name is Ian Christie. He is the owner of Bazillion Points Publishing. He wrote a book called Sound of the Beast. And he is a crush that Noah has. Oh, That's I, not true. You totally want to do him. So you're saying you're not, you don't find him attractive? Roll the clip. <laughs> Hello, Ian Christie, is that you? Person on the phone. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> thrilled. He's thrilled to be with us. You know, you know what it's like in the green room around here with a bunch of uh, half-naked Canadians. <laughs> Must be difficult. I'm sorry. I'm Me, sure. Me all serious with my notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very serious. Show. Some people get on our show with notes. Some people get on because they lick dick. That's just yeah. the way it is. I mean, know? we have two different. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's like the Jack Benny show. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, uh, so what's well, going on down there? We didn't give you a proper intro, though. I feel I feel bad. Right now on the line, we have Ian Christie, who is uh, the owner of Bazillion Points Publishing, writer of Sound of the Beast. Also a serious Glad to be here. DJ. Glad to be here. Wow. Well, thanks for calling on the show, Ian. You know, Johnny. <laughs> I've, been dying to be, I've been dying for this invite since I saw you guys on 
cable access 10 years ago. <laughs> See, I wasn't lying. I know, I know. I remember you told yeah, us that you were... Uh... the oldest uh, living, <laughs> last remaining you're fossil an... of uh, Metal Injection 1.0. Yeah, you're a Metal Injection junkie OG. That's Beta tester. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And uh, how's the weather all the way there in uh, Brooklyn, New York? It's raining helicopters. I, I don't know what's going on, but mm. there's. I'm thinking maybe there was something going on at the United Nations. It's just across the river from me. Am I? I'm at the uh, Brazilian Point's building, mm. and there's a lot of zooming going on overhead, like oh. the beginning of a Megadeth song or something. <laughs> <laughs> now you 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 were so busy, you blew us off. Right, yeah, you were going to come into the true. studio, but you have you have things to do. What are you working on right now? Uh, well, today a uh, Brazilian Points book went to the printer. Which one? After a lot of work by uh, me and by the author Anik Giroux, who is a Canadian, she did the Morbid Tales fanzine for a lot of years, and she just did a cookbook. Oh, uh, it's the first all color. Brazilian Points book, and it went to the printer today. Now, you know, why would I do, who cares about a cookbook? But it's, this is a heavy metal cookbook with recipes by autopsy and accept and repulsion and obituary and... Who from accept? Well, over 100 people from like 30 countries. It's a pretty insane undertaking. And, uh, you know, normally a book just has to make sure that like the sentences end with periods but with this kind of had to make sure nobody would blow themselves up with the recipes so so did you have to try out sure, every recipe like, there was some weird shit in there what, what were some of the recipes what are, what are some of the title what are some of the things people are uh, teaching well, other I mean, people there, to cook? there's a lot of just um there's a lot some of it is totally innocuous sweet stuff like uh well, uh, Bobby Liebling from Pentagram's mother gave a recipe wow. for some, for just like some comfort food. Uh, and then Balzac, the Jaws of Death from Guar gave some kind of um, uh, heart and sweetbreads, you know, like intestines <laughs> and hearts. <laughs> I mean, there's really like Filipino soup, uh, Bangladesh curry. Uh, a really nice like uh, Steak and Jack Daniels by Matt Olivo from Repulsion. It's really all over the place. Doro Pesch's uh, German chocolate cake. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> Richard Christie's signature cocktail, the Viking testicle. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't touch anything with Richard Christie and cock in, it, in the title. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. When can people expect that cookbook to be in, uh, in stores? Uh, like in early, early November. Oh, cool. Good. Just in time for Christmas. Is there going to be a book release party where all this food will be offered up for free for people who let you on their podcast? Well, if there, <laughs> you mean, is there going to be a, a like a bazillion point, a hell bent for cooking um, smorgasbord? Yes. I, no. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. You built that up so maybe good. Next, yeah. Maybe next year. Well, there is, there is going to be a big party in Montreal. Um, in December, if you have your Canadian passports in order, we do. I do. I don't know about you guys. But you yeah, have a Canadian a long passport. Haul, right? Well, I have a, a passport. I mean, you no, said immediately got to go back back into like the final final um, rounds of production for the Hellhammer book, which is like 
mm. 300 pages of photos from 82, 83, uh, just chronicling, you know, how death metal started <laughs> with a lot of really so it's just... uh, humbling writing by, by Tom Warrior. Oh, okay. Tom, so... Gabriel, Tom Gabriel Fisher and his uh, co-author, Martin Ain. So it's mostly just photos, like a photo history of the band? It's, or? it's like a hundred photos. The thing, weigh, the thing is going to weigh, I think, like five pounds. Oh. Ton, 200, 300 photos, and then a really good oral history of what happened back then. Like how hard it was. You know, here are these guys that, like just in the outskirts of Switzerland, of uh, Zurich, Switzerland, trying to um, do something that wasn't like crocus. And they'd like audition guitarists, and the guys would like phone them up and then arrange to meet them somewhere, and then kick their ass. You know, like <laughs> they, they, some guys, they'd like need to replace some guitarists, call somebody up. Uh, the guy would call them back the next day. They're like, pretty interesting. Hey, will you come over to my town? And then they'd arrange this meeting. When the Hellhammer guys get there, they just get a beating. Oh, that's not very nice. Don't they know it wasn't they easy. Wasn't easy. This is the pre-hop topic days for death metal. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, since seeing as you run like a a book publishing company, is it similar to running like a record label, pretty much? Um, I think you know, in a really basic way, yeah, I guess. Uh, but I think the way that it works, the way that it affects people, is a lot different. The the, the way that people deal with books. The way that people buy books, the whole, all of it's just a lot different. You know, it's not something that like it takes for it takes so long to make a book. That we, I hear people complaining about, you know, like oh, this record we slaved over it for twelve weeks. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's that's like nothing. <laughs> Most of these books, it takes like. Uh, you know, bands come and go their entire careers and release like three. They release their two CDs and one EP and then they're gone. And in that time, a book has been like conceived and written and produced. Wow. But I think it's just got, they have like really long. If, if a book is good, it's got a really long, long shelf life. Uh, or I, at least that's what I'm, that's sort of how I feel about it. I mean, people still read my book, Sound of the Beast, and that came out in 2003 originally. Yeah, but it's still a good read because I read it like two years ago, and it was still really good. And no, I was maybe, lying. Maybe she doesn't has, read. Like, Shut up. Yes, I do. She only reads in Hebrew. I cannot read in Hebrew. <laughs> Why not? But anyway, I Why was going to ask you a question, Ian, about yeah. Sound of the Beast. Um, I was just curious to find out, like, how you accumulated, like, all the information for it. and Because, like, throughout the book, there's, like, quotes from people. There's excerpts from magazines from, like, years ago. So I was just wondering, like, did you collect everything knowing that you were going to write a book? Or is it just research? Uh, I, I guess I kind of had a lot of stuff anyway. But I tracked down a lot of people. And I think I probably wrote that book, like, at the very last minute that the internet didn't make everything in incredibly easy. Mm. Uh, it was still, I still had it on my side and I could, you know, very slowly download things on a, uh, but dial up modem. Cause it was, you know, it was fucking like 99, 2000. Um, now 
now it's a lot easier. Everybody's come back from the dead. But yeah, you know, I just would say, hey, I want to get in touch with so and so from Hyrax. Where is that guy now? And somebody said, ah, you know, I heard he's working at a record store in Long Beach. I kind of had to track down some people, but um, that's it. You know, combination of phone calls, my piles of magazines, other people's piles of magazines, a couple of trips to the New York Public Library. <laughs> cool. And, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's all out there. What, what There's a you... lot of documentation. I said, you know, the thing that I've said like a thousand times uh it's uh, for for metal because there's not a lot of it doesn't like exist as much it exists a lot on the written page mm-hmm. it always has because it doesn't exist that much in radio and that much on TV right right you know nowadays there's you guys and all the old shit surfacing on YouTube but um that's new. That's really new. And all the magazines have died. So <laughs> maybe now. Everything's on the web. There are webzines and web video podcast outlets called it's, Metal Injection. It's starting to get, uh, like, maybe the Internet's getting a little bit um, more advanced, but uh, people still pretty much read. You know, I still feel like probably the strongest way that people get information is like in the comment sections of blogs. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. The comment section of Blabbermouth or Metal Sucks or whatever. But even that, like even like YouTube videos. Like yeah. If you look yeah. for old school bands and stuff, people in the comments. There's rules. What's, what album is this from? Check the info. It's, it's from <laughs> fucking Corpse of the Grave Robbers, noob ass dick. <laughs> yeah. Pwned. <laughs> so uh people in the chat room are asking like what are some other metal books that you uh would recommend people to for people to read um there's a more obscure book called the uh, encyclopedia of the new wave of british heavy metal it's like 1200 pages or something like that and uh that's that's just an amazing document of the early 80s in in britain you know, like three pages on Praying Mantis and 20 pages on Iron Maiden or whatever, but like just thousands and thousands of bands. Oh, sounds good. Amazing. You know, it's cool. I guess like if you get into metal and you get into different eras of it and you're into like two or three bands from any given era, you guys just got to realize there are like thousands of other bands that nobody's ever heard of that right. were just as big or maybe just as good at the time, you know? Yeah. This is true. What is your like, favorite era of metal? What's your uh, it changes all the time, but right now I've been listening to early 90s death metal. Like, uh, well, actually kind of like progressive thrash from the early 90s, like um, Coroner and Anacrusis and Pestilence. And then uh, the death metal stuff going on at that time, like obituary and death, which That's I wasn't cool. into at the time, I got to say. What did you listen to? I've been then? Into those, by then, I'd already been into those bands as demo bands for a long time, and I was just kind of sick of it. Uh, I kind of like sat out those couple of years. but And then got back into like black metal and stuff, which was starting to happen then. You know, Emperor, Into the Night Side Eclipse. Immortal, Blizzard Beasts, I mean, uh, Battles in the North. 
So but you... all of that stuff, you know, but for me, it changes all the time. Because I do my radio show on, on Sirius, and that means, like, every week I have to kind of, like, get heavily into one thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm working on all these books, right? So I've got, like, Hanoi Rocks on the brain and... And that's uh, far from... Death Metal on the brain and then Hellhammer on the brain. It's, it's not bad. <laughs> what is that book that you're working on um, about, like, Swedish movies or that you're publishing... Yeah, that's by the Swedish death metal author Daniel Ekeros. He uh, had he's also like a major, major film co- collector. Like when At the Gates came back last summer, uh, Daniel was here. And he's he's really good friends with uh, with all of those guys, of course, but especially Anders uh, Bjorler. And he's there, like talking and talking and talking in Swedish for you know 20 minutes about God knows what, you know. And then uh, he's like, oh, yeah, we were just talking about rare videos. (laughs) Uh, There's a million, there are millions of really crazy low budget movies that came out of Sweden. Some of them are some of the first like nudity movies. I think Sweden's credited with the first breast ever. This this is just like a small book. One single breast? First breast on a mainstream film, anyway. Oh. First, first like, uh, frontal nudity. And they just kept cranking them out, like this permissive culture, and they made a lot of super sleazy movies and also a lot of, like, comedies, and there are Swedish westerns, and uh, there's a really like, super infamous movie called They Call Her One-Eye, also called Thriller, <laughs> starring uh, Christina Lindbergh. And that is kind of the uh, pattern. Like the Kill Bill movies are kind of based on that. Hmm. The whole thing with her wearing, with Uma Thurman wearing an eye patch or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I think I actually yeah, uh, had... read an interview where uh, Quentin Tarantino specifically mentioned that movie as a big influence on that. There's a big in, there's a big interview with Christina in the in the book, and tons of uh, archival movie posters and, and photos and stuff. There's a lot of sleazy sex films, but then also a lot of gratuitous violence. And then just just a lot of weird little things about, about Sweden that I think, as a non-Swede, I think they're interesting. Like this whole phenomenon about kickers. In the 80s, like when Karate Kid came out, all the, all the kind of asshole jocks in Sweden got into being like the asshole jocks in Karate Kid. Like who <laughs> the fuck sees Karate Kid and thinks, I want to be like the bad guys. But well, they did like get to wear those cool cute. skeleton costumes in that one scene. Yeah. That was the <laughs> that was Cobra Kai, awesome. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had they had a cool name too, the Cobra Kai. I mean, yeah. that's sweep the leg. <laughs> so wait, so wait, what like, was the uh, book like again? The, the, the death metal guys were trying to get their shit off the ground, like all these bands, like Nihilist and Unleashed and Grave, and. Every time they'd have a show, these fucking kickers would show up and start, like, kicking everything. <laughs> oh, and, man. You know, you'll hear Swedish bands talk about it all the time, but it probably just goes right through, right over your head, because who the hell knows what a kicker is? But all these guys, are, these guys like, are seriously still complaining about it, like uh, Michael from Opeth. Like, oh, kickers, stay away from me. <laughs> Don't like them. It's like the, uh, the Moshcore kids at metal shows here that just... Jump in the crowd and just punch people randomly. I would have a little more respect for them if they dressed up like the Cobra Kai, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that would be, be cool. So, there's this movie called, well, there's a film called Stockholm's Knot, 
Stockholm Nights, and it's about a bunch of kickers who learn that um, rapping and breakdancing is the way to go, quick kicking all the time. <laughs> They'll never get anywhere with all this kicking. But the, this movie was bankrolled by the government, and they showed it in every junior high, and it created like a plague of kickers. Oh, no. So that's, that's one of the things that's in the Swedish sensation film book. And what a lot is of talk about all the misguided, like Sweden, <laughs> the government's always interfering with everything. Like they tried to ban VCRs to try, you know, keep <laughs> well, out they the could do that now. In Paul Massacre. And it just made every kid heavily into horror movies. Mm. Pure comp. Social engineering at its best. <laughs> that's awesome. So wait, what was the name of the book again? It's called uh, Swedish Sensations Films. All right, a, a sensation film, it's kind of like, you know, Italy has giallo, uh, really like low-budget, super bloody crime and horror movies. And Sweden just has these sensation movies. They're exploitation movies about kickers or Vikings. There are, there's, <laughs> there are a bunch of different movies with Vikings, drunken Vikings doing Swedish things. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of movies with naked girls. Oh, well, sounds works for good. me. Sounds good. Well, I think we're going to have to... Uh, sorry? If you're going to be known for something, it's not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we actually have a caller on the line, 217. Perhaps uh, someone that wants to ask Ian Christie a question. Angry Swede. 217, <laughs> you're on the you're on the line. Hello. Uh, uh, I had a question for Ian. Hi. Uh, is it true that you wrote Sound of the Beast? Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. He, he hung up. Wow. That, that was his question. <laughs> you did really well on that, though. You totally I were nervous. <laughs> he had me for a minute. <laughs> he totally, he totally had, had you in a corner, but you uh, spoke your way out he of that. quickly maneuvered my way out of that with some fast talking. Okay, we, we actually have a second caller on the line. Let's see. Uh, do you have a question for Ian, caller? Oh, uh, yeah. I have a question for Ian. Yeah. Uh, is it true your name is Ian? <laughs> <laughs> this is a killer. <laughs> all, right, all right. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Wow. That was me, Ian. I was just kidding. I was joking around. Thank you so much. This is some softball. <laughs> Out of all the questions that they could have asked... Yes, My puny little brain can handle that. <laughs> if you have a question for you, Christy, 646-929-1357. You want to take any of the questions from the chatty? Um, let's see what we got here. There's one guy asking a question 83 times over and over. Yeah, let's know. ignore that one. Okay. <laughs> Just out of spite? Just out of spite because it's 83 see. times over. <laughs> No, no question. We frown upon people who really want to know things. We only like people yeah. that sort of want to know things. <laughs> I don't know if you could answer this or whatever. Don't. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, the question. Maybe I did. Maybe I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> we have 217 on the line. 217? 217, hello? I have another question. Okay. I have another question. Yes. <laughs> is, the tree, is the tree of a show on Look Good Metal? That's true. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That two on seven is a really try to get some uh, some deep answers. Ian, that wasn't me, by the <laughs> way. No, Where is two on seven? Two on seven is Springfield, Illinois. Oh, I looked it up. Oh, yeah, really? Clearly, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's you know Springfield, Illinois. What's going on there? Does he know Zach beats that guy? I wonder. Was that? I think, Zach I think he called in last week and we asked him that, and he said no. 
Well, maybe in the last Abe week Lincoln. he's met him. It's possible. The ghost of Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're gonna t- uh, we're gonna move on. I think we're over you, Ian Christie. We're done with you. Wait, wait. Why don't you talk about some of the music choices that you chose for our show today? Yeah. And tell us right. why you well, chose them. I was gonna say we we're gonna go. I was gonna segue to that. Well, uh, I said after you better. said you were done with yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, I was going to well, go, you know, we're done with you, Ian Christie, but now we're going to play some music that you picked. So we're done. You... We're dragging you back just when they thought you were done. Well, it's like uh, it's like in uh, concerts. It's like an encore. We wanted the Richard, uh, the Ian Christie, not the Richard Christie <laughs> encore. I'm out of my mind. But anyway, you picked some. Uh, well, okay. What happened during the great feedback and echo explosion of 2009? <laughs> what got played? We played Abnormally Deceased by Entombed. Ah, okay. Well, that's, you know, Entombed, the greatest Swedish death metal band. Um, the only Swedish death metal band ever to be signed to Sony Records uh, in an ill-fated attempt to kind of, like, cash in on the success of the metal underground. You know, it worked for Metallica, so Sony signed up a deal. Sony Columbia signed that deal with Eric in the early 90s and tried to make Carcass, Napalm Death, and Sweden's Entombed into the next Metallica, and it did not work, Mm. by the way. (laughs) Lucky for those bands. (laughs) We're not playing Metallica on the show. Uh, We play that, and then you have Hanoi Rocks. Yeah, Hanoi Rocks, that band, you know, um, Bazillion Points just put out the autobiography of Andy McCoy, who is a real character. I mean, this guy is kind of like, well, they say he's like, everyone says he's the finished Keith Richards, but Keith Richards, he had that accident a couple of years ago where he fell out of a coconut tree. Yes. The per- <laughs> like, the perfect way to compare Andy McCoy is that he fell out of a fourth-story balcony. What? So, completely, like, mess himself up, but, you know, he bounced back from that completely. Hanoi Rocks were just, like, the prettiest and uh, best hard rock band of the early 80s. And they would have, they would have become Guns N' Roses and would have taken over, except their drummer was killed in that car, famous car crash with Vince Neil from Molly Crew, and uh, it, t- it devastated that band. And of course, every LA band then stopped trying to be Van Halen and started trying to be Hanoi Rocks. And that's oh, yeah. so you learned something. Not what, that's not what the book's about, but the, the, the just to try and like lay it out what. Um, it, it's weird. Hanoi Rocks is like people that know about them just completely worship them, hold them up there with the Ramones and the New York Dolls. And then they haven't, and then they're just kind of like, uh, there's a lot of like secretive mist. Their stuff isn't like easily available. Axl Rose did reissue it all in the 90s, but hmm. it's not like so easy to come by. Uh, I believe one of the dudes from the band used to work at a record store I frequented. He worked at a record store? Yeah, Venus Records on St. Mark's. It's closed now, but I believe the guy's yep. name was Sammy Yaffa, right? Yeah, Sammy Yaffa, of course. He, he worked He worked at Great. Venus Records. He plays, in the New York, like he plays in the New York Dolls now. He does? Yep. Oh, wow. Hmm. I had no Since idea. Since they came back, he's been on like the last two Dolls records. That's pretty awesome. And I mean, then, what are you going to do? If you're the New York Dolls and you need a replacement. Yeah, I guess. That's the best place to go. Then we also got Nano War. Which are we sampled? Nano War. That's for Noah. 
thank you. That is some, uh, that's some hot, that's just, uh, that's, a, that's an Italian band that sings a lot of songs about blood and steel. Perfect. <laughs> Very nice. They're mighty. I, I like their logic, too. They have a firm grasp on what it takes to slay a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Dragon Lord. Oh. Dragon Lord. Mm, yes. I don't know where the hell you got no, that. I think oh, wait, that was Noah. That was Noah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Who the oh, fuck is way. that? <laughs> well, you also had a convert song. You also we, had a convert song, but we played that that song a few weeks we ago. We stumped Ian Christie <laughs> with an obscure Noah band. <laughs> well, you're going to have to listen for that, then, Ian. But, uh, Ian, thank you so much for calling in and taking a, a few minutes out of your very busy schedule of book publishing and knowing everything about metal and such. To, uh... <laughs> it's tough. I gotta go. In fact, now I have to stay up late and write an essay about ACDC, all of ACDC's live albums for oh. a coffee table book that's coming out pretty soon. Very yeah, exciting. I guess it's coming out once I finish the <laughs> writing a few pages. So we're holding up the writing of this book. I like that. Yes, but that's all right. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, thanks again, and uh, make sure to check out Ian's uh, books publishing. I can't say that correctly. Website? The publishing website. It's bazillionpoints.com. <laughs> a book publishing, let alone read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, you know, all the books well, that he's published. As, uh, as, soon as, as soon as you come up with some harder questions, yeah. Uh, let me know, and I'll be glad to call back or come in. All right, we're okay, going to have cool. to get some more intelligence. The next, the next death or no death, he's playing. Yes. Yeah, there we go. He's going to kill us all. All right, thanks again, Ian. And once again, sure. check out his website, bazillionpoints.com. During that same episode, which was, of course, the number 38. You say that when you speak on, yeah, English. It's like on a Chinese food menu. I'll have the number 38 <laughs> episode. Thank you. Come with pork fried rice and egg roll. Yeah, anyway, uh, Tim from As I Lay Dying. That's... Ian Christie was the pork fried rice, and Tim from As I Lay Dying was the egg roll. Oh, we, well, we'll let the, the audience be the judge of who's the egg roll and who's the fried rice. We are the chicken with garlic sauce. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but uh, let's check out this interview we did with Tim Labasses of Austrian Death Machine and As I Lay Dying. Tim, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm right here. Yes. Yeah, good, it worked. Finally. We have Tim on the line from Azalea Dying and Austrian Death Machine. Austrian Death Machine, of course, just put out the double CD, Double Brutal. Came out yesterday. Yeah. And uh, you're celebrating by calling up the live cast. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Are you excited? Is there always like a sigh of relief when the album finally comes out? Yeah, it's weird because, you know, most bands record a CD and then they, it sits there for three months while it goes to manufacturing and they get everything together. And so it's like, you know, that that whole waiting period is, is kind of a weird experience. You know, I, I wish that it was, uh, you know, I, I wish that, like, we immediately released the CD and next thing you know, we we're on tour playing songs. Everybody already knows them. You know, that would be great. Right. But, uh, yeah, like, you got you were on tour with Azalea Dying in the spring, like as late as like April or May, and then you just, as soon as you got off tour, right, you just like quickly went in and recorded this and everything? Did you have everything written already before you went into Yeah, yeah. I, I wrote most of it while I was on tour in, in the spring, and then uh, recorded a bunch of the ideas just on my laptop on, on tour and got home, and I own my own studio, so as soon as I got home, I, I just, uh, whoever was in there, you know, recording, I, I kicked them out and, and did my own stuff, and, and then the record was done. 
Nice, nice. Now, you know, like uh, a lot of people were surprised that uh, there was even a second Austrian Death Machine album, let alone a double album. Now, I know that yeah. uh, <laughs> I know that uh, one of the albums is just like a cover album, right? That's that was the idea. Yeah, one. it's all cover songs related to Arnold movies. Oh, really? There's a there's a theme to them. It's all the cover songs. Yeah, well, I mean, like take for instance, like uh, Misfits. Uh, I turned into a Martian. You know, it's like perfectly fits Total Recall when when Arnold actually is a Martian, and uh, you know, or Metallica's Trapped Under Ice is like when when Arnold's Mister Freeze and Batman Robin. So they all sort of have a theme oh. that ties in to Arnold's great moments. Oh, I see. I see. Now. Uh... Are you pretty? I mean, like you have some great song titles here uh, for this new record. My favorite Arnold quote is one of your song titles, which is "Come on, Cohagen, give these people air." <laughs> That's, <pretty laughs> That's from my favorite movie. I, I love Total Recall. I, um, you know, but p- part of the reason I, I uh, you know, I, I want to do the originals, which which obviously are related to Arnold quotes, but I wanted to make it a double disc to to show people that, you know, this isn't just kind of this this passing uh, idea that I had through my head, it's, it's actually a real band. And, and uh, you know, while, while it may have sort of been a win when it got started, uh, I, I think it's got, you know, real potential to, uh, c- to continue putting out albums, not only one album per year, but, but a double disc even. I feel that uh, Total Recall has the best Arnold quotes of yeah. any movie. That's pretty, Kindergarten I think that's my... cop, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess that's Close true. second, though. <laughs> okay. But uh, Total Recall is my favorite Arnold movie, I would say. Mm-hmm. I can't think of one. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, that's just the most awesome movie. Because it's made for Arnold. It's like just over the top. It's just about, you know, killing and, and, and running around blowing yeah. things up. Well, my, my absolute favorite Arnold moment is when he, uh, at the very end of Total Recall, he gets spit out onto Mars uh, without the extra atmosphere, and he's, he's about to explode, oh, and his eyes are pop- popping out of his head. <laughs> yes. You know, I just watched that movie recently, like a few months ago. And I, I'm really surprised that, like, other than that and, like, you know, the, the three-breasted woman, it really holds up, like, effects-wise. Like, it, it's, it was really, like, ahead of its time as a well, movie. What like, do you mean by effects with the three? I thought that was an actual three-breasted woman. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, but it wasn't a real midget. Oh, well, all right. That, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, no, it's pretty awesome. Well, one thing that doesn't make sense in that movie, though, is that his eye, he bugs out. His eye, the other guy, the evil guy, goes out first, and he dies. His eyes yeah. bug out. He dies, but the two of them go out, and their eyes bug out, and their face distorts, and then everything goes back to normal, and their eyes just pop back in. Like, why aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Why aren't they mutated? Maybe because they're from Mars, and the other guy was from Earth. They're not, though. Oh no. Whatever. All right. I didn't mean to get too in depth there. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa, man. That's more. You just put more thought into it than the people who yeah. wrote it. Listen. So, Tim, I've got a question for you. Um. Now, I know the, the name of the band is Austrian Death Machine, right? Did, were you aware yeah. that there was another band before that with that name? I believe Darren has an audio from one of their tracks right yeah, now. Here it is. Really? The same name? This is Austrian Death Machine. The original Austrian Death Machine was They're, Adolf Hitler. That's yeah, the that's joke. True. That's all. Their 1932 well, think, album. Here it is. Yeah, I think if you uh, if you remove the imagery and, and the album cover, you know, the name could definitely be taken in the wrong context. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm so saying. That's you might, you, you, when you go on tour with this band. I thought it was pretty big and obvious with, with the Arnold imagery. You know, he's, he's right there on the cover, so I don't think 
Well, some kids just download illegally. I'm and just saying, for those kids. Yeah, when you guys do a tour, make sure none of the people in your band have shaved heads. <laughs> Don't give off that. Yeah, impression. yeah. And make sure <laughs> well, screwdriver like doesn't like little, open. Yeah, no thin mustaches or anything like that. So. <laughs> you know, when I when I get out of the shower and shave, I always shave into a Hitler mustache before just I finish. for comedy. Yeah, just to see what it looks. like. Have you like. ever taken a picture? I should, right? I'll do that next week. Very good. <laughs> no, you won't. Noah, will you do the same thing? Okay, we ha- we actually have another caller on the line. Perhaps with a question. Uh, perhaps with a question for Tim. Is your name Tim? 217, you're on the line. Hello, are you there? Uh, well, hello, uh, Tim, I had a question for you. Yeah. Uh, is it true you play music? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, right? thank you. All right, great. <laughs> Man, this 217 caller. I don't know who that kid is, but I love him. Oh, I just he fucked it up. The hard, quick, hard-hitting questions. I'm sorry, caller. I fucked yeah. up your joke. But uh, <laughs> but if you want to ask him a serious question, you can give us a call. Our number is 646-929-1357, and uh, we'll be on the phone with Tim. Now, Tim, I heard that uh, your, your other band, As I Lay Dying, you guys are uh, writing right now, or... Heading into the studio. Yeah, we're we're uh, yeah we're going to the studio in a, a few weeks to uh, to record. I mean, at this point, you know, we don't have the entire album written, so we're just going to record everything we've got and uh, finish it up later. But yeah, we're about we're, we're over halfway done with our next album. Oh wow! So you you have a quick turnaround rate in terms of uh, I guess yeah, since you have your own studio, right? It helps out. Yeah, well, it's a quick turnaround rate if you put both bands together, but if you just Isolate it down to absolutely dying. It's uh, I guess it's been a little over two years since we last uh, released a record. So I know there's a lot of people, you know, wondering when we're gonna do something new. Right. But so, have you been writing these two years, or like when did you guys start writing? No, um, it's weird because with with absolutely dying, we uh, we write more collectively and we kind of do the traditional band thing where all five of us have to be there and jam it out, and so. We can't write on tour, uh, and we, we really didn't get a chance to start writing until a couple months ago when we got home, nice. and uh, we've been home ever since. Cool. And uh, that, that Sorry, was... Rob's checking his cell phone while, <laughs> while we're doing a show. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the thing is, I'm multitasking here. You have enough weed already. Uh, do an interview, <laughs> will you? Come on, come on. Let's, let's not bring that into this. But... Uh, there, there, there are a lot of uh, great releases coming out right now. Have you been listening to any of the uh, new metal that's been uh, coming out recently? It depends if you mean new metal or new metal. No, no, no. <laughs> the metal, which happens to be new and just released. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I have a, you know, I, I have, I have a few uh, CDs I need to catch up on. I, I I'm, I'm still at that point where. Um, you know, I've been sort of locked in songwriting mode for so long that I haven't listened to anything new. Oh. So have you have you been listening to any music at all? Or it's just like whatever you're uh, working on? You just uh, try not yeah, to I listen to whatever I'm working on. And then usually um, when, I'm, when I'm hanging out, uh, you know, in more of a casual situation, it, it's hard to find uh, people that want to just like sit around and talk and listen to like brutal death metal, you know, so... <laughs> So it's, 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 most of the, the tunes I've been listening to haven't been really by my choice. Uh, what have you been forced to listen to? Uh, let me think here. <laughs> uh, what are some of those? There's a, there's a lot of those the bands that all kind of sound the same to me. There's 
Um, and I know, uh, I'm trying to think, there's like The Fray or the, the Something or, you know, a lot of those like radio rock bands I've been subjected to a lot lately just because, uh, you know, those more social environments where where people don't want to listen to blast beats and, uh, and growling vocals all the time, you know? Losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's their imagination? Right. I have a question. Uh, going back to Austrian Death Machine, um, you got some, like, guest guitarists like Jason Sukoff and Rusty Cooley. How did you um, get those guys to work with you on that? Uh, well, most of the guys that did Souls in the New CD were friends of mine that I just met through touring or through, you know, being a, being a musician, full-time musician for the last you know, 10 years or so. But uh, Rusty Cooley is an interesting story because he actually um, was the guitar teacher for one of my other friends, Chris Story. Who, uh, who does a solo as well, but um, Chris is an amazing guitar player, and, and when he told me he was taking lessons from Rusty, I was like, okay, well, if you're, if you're this amazing, and this guy Rusty's got to be, you know, he's got to be the guy of this world. And, I mean, in my opinion, he hangs with all those guys like Joe Satriani and Steve Vai and all that, you know, but uh, a lot of these guys, you know, these solo players, they don't have, um, you know, they don't have full bands that, that they play with all the time, and so they're just really talented guys, I think, that need more exposure. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Um, I think we have another caller on the line for you. All right, we have another caller on the line with a question for Tim. We have two callers. Okay, I'm waiting for a deep question. All right, let's All take. right. Uh, caller, first caller, you're on the line with Tim. Uh, what's your question? Hello. Yes. Okay. Hello. Uh, Tim, is it uh, true you were born November 21st, 1980? That is true. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Amazing journalism. Wow, this guy is the Wikipedia bandit strikes again. See, you didn't know what Dan Rather was doing after he got fired, but now you know. He's on All right, we have a second yeah. caller, hopefully a serious question. 512. Uh, 512, you're on the air with Tim from As of the Dying and Austrian Death Machine. What is your question? Okay, it is a serious question. That other stuff is getting really dull, if you ask me. Okay. But, uh, Tim, uh, I'm a big fan of yours. And Thank I just you. wanted to ask, uh, when are you going to put out the new Ezra Dying, or is there, you know, you guys writing that right now, or you guys got to write some new stuff next yeah. year? Dude. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're about halfway done writing, and I think uh, if I had to make my best guess, the new album will be out in March, but uh, that means we'll probably finish recording it before the end of the year. Oh, cool. So, yeah, also, uh, I didn't know that you, uh, I thought you just did vocals, but you also uh, write some stuff to guitar and drums, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm definitely very involved with, with songwriting and uh, learned my uh, my studio tricks over the years, so I can pretty much tackle in, any any instrument when it comes down to you know recording. Yeah, you also produce for other other bands too, right? Yes. Which which are they? Are they were they uh, Born of Osiris? Did you do that one too? No, I didn't do that record. Um, we actually uh, we've we've played with those guys a few times, but um, I mean. Most of my, my producing resume just kind of comes down to um, when I have some time between tours, and it's uh, it's I'm not I'm not a typical producer who's that, that's my full time job. So uh, I've probably only done you know a handful of bands. Uh, I've done uh, a couple Sworn Enemy records, and uh, there's a band called War of Ages. And there, there, I've, in my studio, we've done you know maybe ten or twenty bands, but um, but like I said, I try to do it whenever I'm not on tour. Oh, cool. So uh, you you don't you don't just write for Austrian Death Machine. You also do it for Asley Dying as well, right? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's why. I, all right. Thanks. 
Thanks for calling in, 512. Yeah, he had his own little side interview there. It's like we, yeah. weren't, even, it's like we weren't even in the room. Shit wanted to go take a shit during that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you can call in and ask him a question, uh, 646-929-1357. Now, uh, Tim, you played the uh, New England Metal Fest, and uh, uh, one thing that, you know, we always uh, bring up about this year's fest was it uh, was on the same day as uh, a Grateful Dead concert, or The Dead. And uh, were, were, you, yeah. were you there that day? Yeah, I was there, and actually, uh, Municipal Waste, they were on tour with us at the time, and they, uh, as a sort of a tribute, they all wore, like, their Hawaiian-looking shirts during their set, yeah. and they they kind of played stupid, like they didn't know where they were, they thought they were at the Grateful Dead concert, and they were wondering why everybody was acting so violent. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty, did you have any experience with the hippies? Any uh, one-on-ones? Uh, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't really have, I mean, besides the, uh, you know, the, the unique smells that were, were coming my way, I didn't really get any, like, personal attention from them. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> there we go. We have one last caller on the line with one final question. Uh, a let's, very predictable question. Let's, uh, let's get him on the line one last time. Uh, 217, what is your question? Uh, well, um, I was curious. Is it true you were born in Scottsdale, Arizona, and moved to uh, San Diego when you were seven? That is true. You are a very good Wikipedia okay, researcher. <laughs> Let's just read his whole Wikipedia page for an hour. All right. No, I think that's that's enough of two one seven. Uh, and Tim, thank you for uh, taking a few minutes out of your uh, yeah, thank you guys, too. to give us a call. Make sure to pick up the new Austrian Death Machine CD, Double Brutal. Greg Weeks is uh, pretty much on staff at Metal Injection. He writes a column for us. He does videos whenever. We're around and he's around, and uh, he calls into our show while he's at a Mastodon concert. That's his dedication to Metal Injection, and to you, the listener at home, take a gander. Or listen. Gander, listen. A gander take requires eyes. a gander eyes. with you when you listen, and then eat, kill the gander and eat it later. <laughs> What's this about food? Gander. Chinese menu. The number 38? <laughs> that's the gander. No, that's the number 42. Gander and lobster sauce. The 42 is the... All right. On the line right now, we have uh, Greg Weeks, bassist of the Red Chord and unpaid metal injection correspondent. Is that correct? <laughs> That's very true. That's why it takes me forever to uh, get anything to you guys. <laughs> now, Greg, you guys just put out your CD, Fed Through the Teeth Machine, a few days ago. How does it feel? Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome. And I just want to warn you, it might get loud. I'm actually at a Mastodon show right now, and they're about to play. So you may hear awesome Mastodon coming in as I answer questions. Wait, Mastodon is on right want... now? Yeah, they're playing right now. Wow. And if you want, I can maybe yell out requests. If any of your callers want to <laughs> call in and say, this Mastodon song, maybe I can yell it to them. <laughs> I converged, just got off stage. They were unbelievable. But yeah, my new record, it's fucking fit through the teeth machine. It was out the 27th. We play some guitars and bass and drums on it, and some guy yells and get it. And if you don't want to get it, then don't get it. That's kind of how I see it. That's the pitch. We, I think we have our first fan on the line wanting to ask you a question. 203, you are on the Zach Beats hotline. Are you there? I am. I am. Who is this? What is right, your name? Uh, this question's for Greg. I just, uh, first off, wanted to congratulate you 
and uh, the rest of the record on an amazing release. That's not a question. Uh, really fantastic album. <laughs> um, what I really want to talk to you about is uh, your full-time band, Plant Bacchestra. I, uh, I know you guys just got back from the world tour with uh, Woody Guthrie and Bjork, so you must be uh, pretty exhausted after that. But um, the pressing question on everybody's mind is, uh, when are we seeing a new release? Uh, well, it's funny that, and I would like to thank uh, Woody and Bjork for opening up for us. I know it was a big, we had a long list of famous people we wanted uh, to bring out in the road, and they really stepped up. And they, uh, I know Woody took about 100 bucks a night, and Bjork did 200 for main support, So, which is a surprise. I mean, when you, got, when you have fans of that caliber um, who are willing to do that, it just makes you feel like you're doing the right thing. And um, But as far as the new release, we're looking uh the next time Redcord and Between the Bear and Me go out on the road together, we are definitely, uh, Tommy, myself, and Gunface are going to sit down and uh, start tracking the new record. We have a lot of a lot of ideas on the table right now, a lot of weird sounds. And, um, you know, hopefully we're looking at a late 2010, early 2011 release with uh, World Tour uh, to accompany awesome. it. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a preview? Uh, you know what? I'd love to, but... Um, <laughs> You know, I should have gone face was right upstairs, but, uh, you know, we can't. It's a secret. It's all, it's all, it's under wraps for now, and I apologize. We, we, we but, can't uh, give too much away. I understand. You know, we'll, you know, we text, leave your contact information with Rob, and, uh, we may, we'll, we'll leak it early to you before it leaks to anyone else before the record comes out. Excellent. All right. Sean the faggot. You get first. Yeah, you get first leak. <laughs> all right. Thank you for your call. And I don't know about Sean. I don't know. Those rumors aren't that true. Anyway, uh,. <laughs> Greg, uh, you know, like 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 we mentioned, like we just mentioned, uh, between the Barry and me, also put out a CD this week. You know, yeah, yeah, they, they did. They put out they the did. they put out the Great Misdirect. Now, both of your CDs come out the same week, and with the economy the way it is, some people can't afford to buy both CDs, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So oh, yeah. so I'll, yeah, I'll let you know about this. I'll tell you about the bombs in between the Barry and me. Um, <laughs> Everyone thinks they're Southern gentlemen, but I'll tell you, they're just a bunch of, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, not nice people. They're very rude. They've pushed me on several occasions. And uh, I'd just like to say it came on the same exact day, same exact hour, you know, Monday at midnight, Tuesday morning, whatever you want to call it, on the 27th of October this year. And I'd like to say that um, if you're going to buy one, you should definitely not buy ours because it's not as good as theirs. Uh, theirs, I think, is longer. Um, they have longer. more members to make it a better record. Their songs are better, and they're better looking. And uh, Dan, the bass player, doesn't wear shoes. Tommy's very thin and attractive, and they have keyboard. So do not get our record and get there, even though they push people around. Wow. Wow. Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> the basis of the Red Court says do not buy our record. Hmm. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Soon to be on Blabbermouth. I like it. So you're saying there's some drama. I like this drama that you guys are creating between the two bands. Yeah, one time, uh, one time their drummer beat looked at me, and I did not like it. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Oh. Oh. Unbelievable. <laughs> looked right at me. It was, uh, it was awful. How and rude of him. Dusty, who, uh, you know, I mean, the kid's name is Dusty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Paul with his long hair now, like a hippie. I don't know. I don't like any of this. I don't like, but I'll get their record because it's really good. <laughs> now, uh, you know, this, this whole controversy thing, it's good because it'll, it'll create, you know, create press releases and you guys can go back and forth, right? It can get some, uh, some traction in, in the news. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's, we, um, 
and I hope people believe it. We really dislike each other every time we tour. It's separate dressing rooms, separate jets. We don't even take the same jet to every show now. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. No personal helicopters, you know. Uh, it's all about jets nowadays, and we don't even share a jet. <laughs> wow. Good you with those people. Things I'll have changed. People. Things have changed. Uh, now in well, the you know, we used to be friends. We used to be friends, and now that just all went out the window when we released an album on the same day, and theirs was better. You know? <laughs> naturally, naturally. Now, uh, yeah. in the chat room, in our chat room, we have a live chat going on as the show happens. Rich Hall asks, what is your favorite place to poop when you're on tour? Uh, the ladies' room of any venue. <laughs> good answer, good answer, good answer. Because Andy. it's usually not as, ironically, not as bloody or uh, puke-filled or covered in shit as the men's room. Not to say that it isn't, it's just not as much. Just somewhat. Yeah. It's a more Gross. livable amount of blood and feces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. of blood and feces, you guys are on tour with Guar right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. segue. Uh, I'm sure that's that's been uh, pretty eventful every night. Uh, well, it's funny because we toured with them in 2006, and it was us getting booed every night, and... Um, this, but, but this time we're not actually getting booed anymore, and I kind of miss that. <laughs> wow. I'm confused now. Opening for Guar now is confusing for me because, you know, the kids are too, and we suck, and uh, I know we know we suck, but we don't want anyone else to know that. And so <laughs> so then to not get booed right off the bat uh, on these Guar shows is really confusing to me. Um, so I, I encourage anyone who's listening to come out and boo us. When we open for Guar, it'll make me feel better about my life. It'll make me, it'll make it easier to play. Right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, that sounds like an idea. All right, we'll put that in the press release. And now we have another yeah. caller on the line okay, two. Here we go. Two one four. You are on the phone with Greg Weeks, bassist of Red Chord and vocalist of Plant Vodkastra. Hey, Greg. I was calling to tell you that your album's better than Between and Down. Wow, what did you say? It's better than what? He it's said it's between your album. I think he was saying whoa, it's better whoa, than. Whoa. Be, he's breaking up here, but he said it's better than the between the Barry Demi record. Two one four. Do you have a question? Are you on the train? Uh, yeah, I was, I'm calling to ask you about the, uh, the ending of the night. The riff where it slows down and there's tapping. It sounds remarkably uh, similar to a Thursday song. I just thought that was kind of weird. I'm asking, is that like a tapping technique? Like, what's up with that? Uh, well, I don't really discuss anything with Gunface. Everyone in the band kind of does their own thing, and I haven't actually met anyone else in the band. So when they're in the studio, I'm there. So I don't know what the hell he did. Um, it is it is rumored though that he did tap the entire thing. He, uh, I believe, holds the chord down with his right hand because he's a freak of nature and was born a lefty, and he taps with his uh, left hand and then moves the chord. And I don't know, I'm a bass player, so I usually just ride the E, but that's what I'm told. I think that's what he does. <laughs> All right. Again, I try, not, right. I try not to look at him when he plays. I try not to look at any of my band members right. when they play the instruments, so I don't really know what they do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's the closest thing as, uh, as I can tell, if I remember it being described to me through other people who saw him do it. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for your call, 214. Now we have a call from New York. You are on the line with Greg you. Weeks. Is this Rich Hall? Hello? Hello. This is definitely Rich Hall. <laughs> Mom? Mom? No. 
No, you're on the Metal Injection Livecast with Greg Weeks, oh, bassist of the Red Chord. Oh, hi. I like that band. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Oh, uh, my question, my question. Uh, what is, where is your favorite place to poop on tour? I know there's a lot of options, gas station, rest stop, you know, hotel. What's your favorite place? Well, uh, I, I uh, answered this earlier um, via your, I believe it was uh, some sort of blog or email. Now go technology or technological terms. It could have been a water or a twit or something. He blogged us. Something he he blogged it to was, us. Yeah, the question was asked, but um, I'll answer again. Uh, the ladies' room is always good. Or on, or on a kid who comes to the show. One of those two. It's <laughs> touring wow. with Gigi Allen. Yeah. yeah more of in my hand and then I throw it as opposed to like uh, you know a nice fairy where I can sit down so like howler monkeys right yeah yeah exactly awesome. like that. thank you guys I want my answer the question bye bye <laughs> thank you for calling in Rich Hall time is winding down on Greg's time on this show he's a very busy celebrity so if you want to call in you better hurry up the number is 646-929-1357 now yeah, Greg I lot to do I have a shitload of stuff to do. You guys are really taking up all my time here. I uh, got to take a nap. Um, I think tomorrow I'm hanging out with my mom. Um, I'm going to go visit her. And then uh, I think I might nap some more. Um, maybe play Arkham Asylum for 360. You know, it's tough. You guys are interrupting all this shit. I apologize. Uh, your publicist said it was cool. Yeah. Your publicist yeah, being you. <laughs> um by the way, was Rich Hall out of breath? He seemed, was he running while he was asking that question? I think he got, like, the whole the whole dialing of the phone seemed like a big process yeah, for him. Losing his mind. He's talking about taking a shit, sweating, and I don't even know what the hell he's doing. He must did, have one him. of those rotary phones. So, like, that whole <laughs> process of dialing must have taken forever. Yeah, it takes a long time. I mean, yeah. people used to have very strong index fingers, and uh, now it's thumbs. Now with the invention of the cellular telephone, it's thumb. Yeah. Now, Greg, uh, Keith in the chat wants to know what your uh, 360 gamer tag is so he can play against you. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, there's no way I'm giving that shit out. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> joking me right now so I can have all you people trying to contact me and then, you know, you kick my ass in every game and go, dude, I just beat that dude. You know why? Because I'm uh, practicing rock and roll. All right, that's why I'm going to lose to you. Hey, what's up? Ah, wait. So, uh, yeah, so no way. I didn't think that was going to happen, but I just thought I'd ask. Now, let me ask you, Greg, on this album, you guys were a four-piece, right? Yeah. Did did you feel... and we still are. Right. That's true. Now, did you feel as a four-piece now, you kind of have to, like, step it up? You have to, like, actually do stuff? Because, you know, you're kind of... No, well, why you know why fix what's why fix what's not broken? Um, <laughs> and he's the really basis, did. so even if they were so, doing stuff, it wouldn't be him doing it. Well, I mean, he has to carry some of the rhythm, doesn't he? Oh, I thought you were going to say he has to yeah. carry some of the gear. Oh, because that's probably well, yeah, he, no, I, I, where you'd no, really have to step that. up lugging equipment. No, we don't carry our own gear. You shitting me? Come on, no, <laughs> you're too busy up. shitting on kids. <laughs> we we actually I mean you guys have seen us we don't actually put any effort into the show to begin with so when we lost the member you'd think we'd try to step it up but in fact we've actually uh, stepped it down and we we lie down on stage now because there's more room oh <laughs> which we've always wanted to do and uh, we're just that lazy it's a good time to stretch out take a nap play some songs if we feel like it 
So come out and see us and, you know, get, be prepared to be let down and bored. Right. Now, you guys are going to be touring pretty heavily, right? Like after after Christmas in 2010, is there going to be some big touring, big plans? And we're hoping to get the fuck out of the U.S. Um, <laughs> for a while and then come back into the U.S. and rage. I think those are the plans. Oh, so step one. I, I do have January <laughs> off. I've got January off, so... I don't know. Maybe I'll do a one-man show. <laughs> lots of hanging out with your mom in January, right? Yeah, lots of mom hang time, you know, the New Year's and all. Uh, oh, are you speaking of which, are you guys going uh, to – sorry sorry for any listeners. Um, this isn't for you guys. Uh, Rob, are you guys going to be at NAMM this year? Uh, I think we might. We actually are planning on going. Yep. Well, I um, – I'm actually going this year. The one, the first time uh, I've ever gone, so I'm going to go. Oh wow! Maybe we. Well, yeah. if you're going, we're definitely going to have to get you to do some wild stuff. Yeah, I might break. I might break some stuff. You know me. I'm out of control, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Well, Greg, I so... really appreciate you taking the time out of seeing Mastodon and Converge to give us a call and hang out with us for a few minutes. Uh, we want to play. We want to play a Red Court song from the new album. So we want to ask you what your favorite track is, so that we can bootleg it on our radio show for free for people. Good, good. Well, obviously it's going to be um, one of mine because I don't give a shit about any of Mike's songs. Um, so let's do one that includes uh, Jesse from Stick to Your Guns. He's a very short man, and. Um, but I don't know the actual name of it. I only know the working title. What, what about what, what track I, is if it? I hum it? If I hum it to you, will you know? It's near the end. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Okay. It's uh, the ugliest truth. That's what it's called. That actually is the final t- song title, or at least the title that I have. <laughs> yes. No, my... it is. It is what it was called. The working title was uh, Jesse's Boy, uh, <laughs> because I wrote the song specifically to have Jesse sing on it, and then I thought it'd be funny to allude to the fact that he's a homosexual by calling it Jesse's boy. <laughs> I kind of hear Mastodon a little bit in the background. It's kind of nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's keyboards. You love it. Yeah. Awesome. Why not? It's like a yes show. <laughs> All right, I'll let you go. And you're making me miss it. I'm you're sorry, dude. you miss it. That's okay, though. <laughs> I'll let you go enjoy that. And uh, <laughs> thanks again, dude, for calling in. I really appreciate it. And make Definitely sure anytime, Rob. Make sure to pick up the Red Chords new CD, Fed Through the Teeth Machine, if you aren't actually picking up the Between the Barrier to Me CD. Is that correct? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Because I already own it. I, I mean, we got copies in advance. So. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, here they are, the Red Chord on the Metal Injection Livecast. Thanks a lot, Greg.
Man, time flies when you're interviewing famous people, right, guys? Time flies when you're actually not in the studio and you're at a Neil Hamburger concert instead. Which is where we are right now. We're probably laughing. Jealous. We're probably going giggle, 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 giggle. And uh, you can be going giggle, giggle, giggle by listening to the live cast every week. It's, it's on live Wednesdays at 8 at metalinjection.net or on the archive on iTunes, which is what you're probably listening to. Uh, this next guy, Paul Wagner, Between the Baird and Me, is the man responsible for the most calls we have ever had during any sort of segment. Like, literally off the hook. In that we don't really have a hook. But, uh, of course, it's always off the hook. Yeah, clearly. That's how it goes. And, uh, you know, the band's new album, The Great Misdirect, is phenomenal. Make sure to check that out. And uh, here's, some, uh, here's a portion of the interview we did and the millions of calls Paul got. We have on the line the guitarist of Between the Bear and Me, one of my favorite people. Paul, are you there? I'm here. What yes, finally. Yay. Well, we're out of time, so uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Paul, there, there, there are a ton of people in our uh, live chat room right now going nuts, splooging, because you're on the line. <laughs> before before you came on, they were all Flattered. they were all talking about what they were going to ask you and like all these questions. It's like it's like a like a, a girl getting ready for a date, you know. That, that's... <laughs> so, Paul, let's talk about your album, The Great Misdirect. First of all, who is yeah. Misdirect, and have you ever met her husband, Mister Direct? <laughs> it's actually the Great Mist Erect. Oh, I think I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, I have a bunch of questions, but I think we should get some fan questions because our lines are blowing up. Are you saying you're not a fan, Rob? Uh, well, the fan, fans of because uh, anyway. you're a fan, and you, if you ask questions, that would also just, be fan. Okay, questions. moving on. <laughs> let's let's take four oh seven first. Uh, you you are on the line on the uh, on, on the Metal Injection Livecast with Paul from Between the Bear to Me. What is your question? Hi, um, Paul Trucci. I just have one question. Who won that ball game? Who won that ball game? Uh, well, there's a lot of ball games going on in the world today. Um, the one you're speaking of, though, in reference to the, the little um, YouTube clip from the mm -hmm. Colors album, I can't remember who won that game. I want to say the Cleveland Cavaliers won that particular game. But I could go there. Are you sure Cavaliers won that ball game? That, that's, that's really all I want to know. That, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's who won that particular game. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's about it. I mean, I really have no other questions. All right, <laughs> thanks great, for your thanks. contribution. <laughs> great, great question. So, and did he? What, did I mishear him, or did he? Call, did he call me Paul Trucci? Yes, Petrucci. Yes. Everyone's in, is calling you Paul Petrucci tonight. A compliment. Paul, Paul, I think he actually like combined. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's Paul Trucci. People in the chat room are confirming this. It's like Brangelina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, I never knew. I never dreamed that I would become one of those hybrid names like that. Well, you're <laughs> so great that you are a combination name with just yourself without even marrying anyone. <laughs> yeah. I think our lines are, are packed now, so let's start at 734. Paul, I was just wondering when you're going to cut your hair. I've been waiting, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want me? So you want me to cut my hair? Yeah, dude. You don't like the long hair? I think I like the short look better. Really? Yeah, it's badass. 
in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the short look is a good, it's a good look, but I had that look for about 27 years. He's changing it up. And, oh. you know, <laughs> Plus, and I went with something different. I don't know. You know, I will. I probably will cut it eventually. You heard it here but, first. Uh, wow. <laughs> Paul, these guys are in love with you, man. I've grown a little bit attached to it. Breaking news. Okay, thank you very much for your, your question. Kenny Powers on the line, by the way. Thank you very much, Kenny. <laughs> 908, you are on the Metal Injection live cast with Paul. What is your question? That's Jersey. Uh, 908, you're on delay here. Cut him. <laughs> Sorry, 908, we're going to have to let you go. That was Thor Shredge team. Uh, 908, uh, lower your speakers and give us a call back. 203, let's go to 203. I think this is the most calls we've ever gotten. <laughs> 203, you're on the, on the line with Paul from Between the Bear to Me. What is your question? Hey, what's up, Paul? Um, I just had a, a quick question. Um, why'd you uh, why'd you abandon us on your farms, man? Oh shit! Uh, oh my goodness! Oh shit! Yeah, cats out. Uh, you know, I still, believe it or not, I still I still peruse the forum from time to time. Who's your favorite poster? I, I, know, I don't post disturbing. anymore. Come on, guys. Come on. All right. Come let's on. move it along. 217. Yeah, that was just creepy. 217. You're on the line with Paul. Uh, how about a good question here? Something with depth. Hello. Hello. Anti-Googler. <laughs> oh, the oh, anti-Googler. No. What do you I have, have to a say? question. Yes? What yes. Is it? For Paul, is it true that you enjoy hamburger meat? <laughs> no, that would be false. False. Why? You do not enjoy hamburger meat. Okay, thank you, Googler. It's the anti-Googler. See, usually the Googler calls in with a question that's a, a factual truth. Yes. But I guess he the changed anti- it up. He flipped the script on us a little bit. <laughs> So this is this is crazy. This is a huge advancement. We're very excited in the plot. Uh, let's wow. Wow. <laughs> this is like in Jurassic Park when the Raptors learned how to open doors. It's like now they're completely unstoppable. There's no holding back the Googler now. Let's move it on. Uh, what was your uh, main inspiration behind writing the uh, new album? Um, oh, serious question. We uh, listened to a lot of stuff, man. A lot of old cod records. A lot of heavy stuff. You know, I guess the uh, same same stuff that influences all our records, but, you know, they all come out a little bit different. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think we went back to some of the older darker elements in the band uh, from the earlier albums. Uh, hopefully made something worth worthwhile, worth a, worth a listen or two. Cool. Uh, I want Speaking of, speaking of uh, prog bands, it was just announced that you guys are going to be touring with uh, Cynic and Devin Townsend. And scale the yeah. summit, which is yeah. pretty much the best tour ever. Are you guys headlining that? that tour? Yeah, we're we're headlining, and uh, which is going to feel weird because you know we're you know most of the guys mm-hmm. in our band are uh, we're older you know guys. I'm you know thirty years old, but you know Cynic and Devin Townsend they've been around a lot longer, right? And you know we grew up you know listening to that stuff hopefully this is a good call uh let's uh, i'm waiting for that i'm waiting for that like ultimate like offensive question you know <laughs> let's see if we can get there but i'm like a little bit on edge every single person that calls in i'm like man this is this going to be the one you know or is this, like, per, you know personal attack on me or something or know some sort of deep dark secret that <laughs> on uh, your wikipedia you know, page I'm, just, I'm just hope, for it. hope the googler doesn't call in <laughs> 217 let's uh yeah, no, let's hear your question did someone mention the Googler? Oh! <laughs> He's back. <laughs> yes, Googler. Paul, is it true yeah. you were born February 10th, 1979 and are an avid fan of progressive rock? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. 
Those are those are both factual. Yes, I was born in the seventies. Earlier, we had Greg from the Red Court on, <laughs> and uh, my man, Greg. <laughs> well, he had some not so nice things to say about you guys. He called you a hippie. He called you a hippie. He said he one of me you. A yes, he said one of you guys pushed him once. He said Blake looked at him one day. There's like a feud brewing because obviously your album came out the same week as theirs. So we were thinking, yeah. we were, you know, he talked shit on you guys. So you should talk shit on the red cord. We'll edit together a little press release. <laughs> Start a little controversy yeah, well, to spike up album sales. Greg will be the first to admit the red cord is just a bunch of wash ups. They're, uh, it's true. Yeah, they're it's all assholes. <laughs> and, and, and Greg will freely admit to this. They're liars. And they're uh, probably, and we've toured with a lot of bands, they are the worst band to tour with. <laughs> they're, they're, Why is that? They're grumpy. You know, they even affectionately refer to themselves as mass holes, you know. <laughs> and uh, they're just not a, not a good group of guys, man. No, no. And Greg is the leader of the pack. Right. He's a terrible human being. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm not offended by anything that he says. I've been called worse by better, as they say. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Thanks again, man. And, uh, you know, good luck. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, you guys, for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you soon.
now it's time for the main course of this mixtape, which does Darren include, is really excited about. And does it include pieces of Darren's wall? <laughs> Chunky pieces of Darren's wall? It includes pieces of Darren's mind because this is Death or No Death, the famed game show that we've only done twice, that Darren is the host of. Darren, how do you feel? How do you feel this one came out? I liked the second one even better than the first one. Why is this? I don't know. I just thought that the uh, the timing was better, and we, we learned how to uh, I learned how to how to control the flow of the game a little better than the first one. I was still feeling out, uh, you know, how to have everyone react, and how to deliver the answers better with more suspense and stuff like that. Just little logistical things of uh, doing a game show. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Check it out. And Darren, why don't you just uh, go over the rules of the game? Well, we did this once before. Uh, what we're going to do is read uh, a bunch of categories. Every, one person at a time is going to pick a category. And then from that category, I'll read uh, three or four bands. And very simply, uh, one of those bands will be fake. And you have to tell me which one it is. And the person with the most points at the end of the game, the two people will go on to the lightning round. Ooh. Where you name rapid fire, death or no death. Oh, I thought we get electrocuted in the lightning round. Well, whoever loses gets electrocuted. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. And whoever wins gets a Sid invisible titty twister. What if I win? <laughs> you do it to yourself, motherfucker. God damn it. Again. <laughs> We're trying to get our guest on the line. All right. He actually, just as you say that, he's calling in. Uh, Travis, are you there? Yeah, that's me. Hey, there he is. Slay on the line. Travis from Cattle Decapitation. Thank you for taking the time to do this. No problem. I'm no Trevor, but hey, um, I'll try. Did, First um, two letters are the same, uh, so it's close enough. Obviously, uh, you're way cooler than that. Uh, hey. Yeah, I get many, I have many old people call, mistakenly calling me Trevor all the time, so I guess that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh... Before before uh, you, we came on the air, we spoke a little, and you mentioned that you listened to the first Death or No Death. You had a little story about that, right? Yeah, I just checked it out. Um, it was pretty good. I think I, I, I actually, I think I would have beat, uh, would have beat everybody at that. I believe. Wow. You're just that good, but also, well, I'll try, to, I'll try to bring that to the table. <laughs> we also, yeah, and you guys mentioned my old band name, uh, Anal Flatulence, in there. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I actually exclaimed. Uh, in glee by myself sitting here on my couch. You were all giddy for, for the shout-out. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, since you've uh, heard the game, you you know uh, the the rules. And, uh, Darren, are we ready? Yeah, pretty much. Are you are you ready? Uh, uh, we do need paper, yeah, though, tonight. We kind of need, uh, we need our deal or no deal music to make this more official, though. Oh, you oh. can just say A, B, C, or okay. D. We don't need the paper. I'm kind of intimidated, though, because we have, like, a professional <laughs> person. But we did last time, us. too. Yeah. Do yeah. you not count Gunface as a professional I do. person? I do. Just because his name is Gunface? Yeah, you're so precious. Think it's unprofessional? Just because his name is Jewish? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not Gunfaceman. Oh, okay. No, he meant Steve. Jewish is his first name. It's Jewish, Jewish Gunface. <laughs> Isn't that the guy's name? All right. Oh, there's anything wrong with that. I don't know. Uh, do we have our theme song? Yes, we do. All right, well, we're ready to start. I'm your host, uh, Darren Mandel, and welcome everyone to Death or No Death. If this loads. Well, and w welcome everyone to... Oh, this is a train wreck. 
Why isn't that a train wreck yet? Just wait. Okay. <laughs> this sounds like Symphony of Destruction. Oops. All right. Let's yeah, I think we're going to do without the theme music this time. All right, round one, guys. Here's our categories. A Day at the Zoo. Sunshine on My Shoulder. Auschwitz the Old, In with the New. <laughs> Man Parts. Or 404 Page Not Found. I'm going to ask Noah to pick a category, please. I'm going to pick 404 Page Not Found because that's the only one I can remember. 404 <laughs> Page Not Found. Tell me the fake band that's named after a famous website. Is so it, we're going for the fake. Always the fake. New okay. rules. Always the fake band. A, Amazon. B, Deadspin. Or C, Metal Injection. Which band is fake? And we'll go to, uh, let's go to our guest on the phone. Amazon, Deadspin, or Metal Injection? Um, let's go with Deadspin. All right, you say Deadspin, Noah? Yeah, Deadspin. Noah? I say Amazon. Amazon. Sid? I'm going to say Deadspin. I'm going to say Amazon. And the correct answer, the fake band is Deadspin. Ah. <laughs> So, Sid and Trevor score. Now, I need someone to keep score Travis. here. I'll keep I said, didn't I, I said Travis score? I said Trevor. You, you got to be you, kidding me. You, I take it you're from New England? Or is that the... Uh, <laughs> Close enough. Everybody back there calls me Trevor. So. <laughs> just as long as they don't call you late for dinner. Rob, are you keeping score? <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping score. All right. Now, we're gonna... By the way, I just want to say the band whose name is Metal Injection, our site came out before your band, and our site is way more popular than your shitty band. And you London. knew about that. So why don't you quit uh, ruining our Google SEO, all right? So, Rob, can I ask you to do me a favor? No. Could you uh, minimize the chat room on your uh, laptop there so you know you don't cheat? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. They're all going to Google our answers and yeah. send it all right. My plan is foiled. <laughs> Sid, your turn to pick a category. I'll go with the Auschwitz. Auschwitz the old, in with the new. Guys, <laughs> pick the fake band from these three horrifyingly anti-Semitic titles. <laughs> a, Jew Stabber. B, Jew Baker. Or C, Jewicide. Travis. Jew Baker? Is that an answer, or are you asking me if I'm being serious? No, 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 no. I'm asking. That, that's a, that's a, you're saying that uh, we're going for fake ones, right? Right. Just one of these is fake. Which, Two are real. Jew Stabber, Jew Baker, and what was the last one? Jewicide. Jewicide. Hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go with... <sighs> Shit. Not, um, not an option. I guess... Jew, uh, the last one. Jewicide. Jewicide. Okay, yeah. Noah. I picked Jewicide as well. Noah says Jewicide. Sid? I'm going to say Jew Stabber. Jew Stabber. I want to say Jew Baker. Jew Baker. Well, the correct answer, the fake band, Jew Stabber. <laughs> and Sid scores again. On a roll, motherfuckers. And right now. What about Noah? What did Noah? Noah said uh, Jew no. Baker, right? No, I said Jewicide. Jewicide. Oh, okay. okay. Well, Sid has scored Damn. twice. It's 200 for Sid, 100 for Travis, and no one else on the board. All right, now uh, uh, Rob will pick a category. Can I get the categories? Uh, sure. A Day at the Zoo, Sunshine on My Shoulder, or Man Parts? 
I'm going to go with man parts. Man parts. Which of band? <laughs> I figured we had lady parts last time, so I might as well throw man parts in. Which band is fake? Necrocock? <laughs> Purulent sperm canal? <laughs> penis leech? Or engorged prostate? Three bands are real. One is fake. Travis. I think uh, I, I've heard of a few of those, so I think penis leech is the fake one. Penis leech. Noah. Um, engorged prostate. Noah says engorged prostate. Sid? I'm going to go with the expert and say penis leech. Penis leech. See, engorged prostate, that just seems like not metal enough to be a metal Clearly band. you've never had well, an engorged prostate. That's a good one. <laughs> uh... All right, I'm going to go with Engorge Prostate. Engorge Prostate. Well, guys, split down the middle again. Correct answer is Engorge Prostate. Yeah. Damn it. Jesus. Travis, you sold me out. <laughs> Are you keeping score? I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 I'm I just score. figured Penis Leech was, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, penis Leech is a real Engorge <laughs> Prostate sounded like one of those like Eastern European kind of. <laughs> all right, I'm going to let our, our, our guest, uh, Travis, pick, pick a category. We have a, a day at the zoo or a sunshine on my shoulder. Um, let's go with the day at the zoo. Day at the zoo. Tell me the fake band with an animal in the title. A, fish hook abortion. <laughs> B, AIDS wolf. C, kitten rape. Or D, the unspeakable cult of goat penis. <laughs> <laughs> Three are real, one is fake. Let's start. Can we can we hear them again? Yeah, sure. Fish hook abortion, AIDS wolf, kitten rape, or the unspeakable cult of goat penis. Rob, wasn't AIDS wolf your nickname in high school? <laughs> and wasn't kitten rape why you got kicked out? All right. Let's go to so one two punch. Boom boom. We'll go to Travis first. You know, this is the fake one. Which one's fake? Always yeah. the fake one we're looking for. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. It's got to be kitten rape. Kitten rape. Yeah. Okay, Sounds no. Sounds obvious. Um, uh, AIDS wolf. AIDS wolf. Kitten rape. Kitten I'm going to go with kitten rape, too, because having the word kitten it already makes <laughs> it not metal. All right, well... well, guys, uh, the correct answer is, in fact, kitten rape. Yeah. It's a fake band. I've so. definitely heard of AIDS wolf. Really? Yeah. Uh, I never heard of them before. Yeah, that's this. a band. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the well, score right now is there. Sid, 300. Trevor and I are... Trevor. Why is it got to be hundreds also? <laughs> I don't understand. Rob, you're an asshole. Yeah. You know that? It's Darren's fault. I said Travis. It's like calling out the name of an... It's like Aww. yelling out the name of an ex-girlfriend when you're with your new, new girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's fucked up. I'm a, I'm I said Travis, though. Watch on the playback. I just want to play... I just want to blame someone else. But uh, okay. Travis and myself are tied with 200, and Noah has 100. All right. So the final category, round one, is sunshine on my shoulder. Guys, some... Death metal bands have seemingly innocuous or cute-sounding names. Tell me which one's fake. Autumn Leaves, Rainbow Street, or Sweet Cup and Cakes? Autumn, Autumn Leaves, Rainbow Street, or Sweet Cup and Cakes? Travis. Um, Rainbow Street. Rainbow Street, Noah? Autumn Leaves. Autumn Leaves. I'm going to say Rainbow Street. Rainbow Street. What was the third one? Uh, sweet Cup and Cakes. <laughs> I'll just say that one. Just Sweet Cup and Cakes. Yeah. Well, the correct answer is Rainbow Street. 
Fake bands. Nice. Sid and Travis score. I think Sid. Sid, you know, Sid is our Metal Injection Livecast Game Show champion. He's won three out of four. Because I'm sober. Him. And went to the finals. We're sober too. We're so, yeah, yeah you're, not, you, you're never. You guys are never fully sober. You've always got at least remnants of some <laughs> kind of drug in you. All right, it's time to move on to round two of our game. All right, right, at the end of round one, just to give a recap of the scores, Sid is leading with 400 points. Travis is in second with 300. Rob in third with 200. And Noah lags behind with 100. All right. Girl. <laughs> and Noah's the anti-Sid because I don't think she's won any of our games yet. I think Shocking. she's been in last each time. She's too busy uh, tweeting. It's time to turn it around. Okay, we're going to score 200 points for each question oh. now. Okay, let me read you the categories. Rotten to the core. Christ on a crutch. Endangered feces. <laughs> Fun with fluids or a state of confusion? Let's let our guest Travis pick a category. Um, Fun with fluids. Fun with my Okay, fun with <laughs> fluids. Tell me the fake band out of these four disgusting bodily fluids. A, vomit remnants. B, ulcerous phlegm. C, putrefied pus. Or D, festering puke. Travis Ooh, first. Um, I'm going to go with festering puke. Festering puke. Noah. What was the second one? Second one. I'll read them all one more okay. time. Vomit remnants, ulcerous phlegm, putrefied pus, or festering puke? Um, Five seconds. Okay, wait. I'm so, I, I can't remember them, so can you just repeat it? <sighs> Sorry. is killing you. <laughs> Vomit remnants, ulcerous phlegm, putrefied pus, or festering puke. Um, okay, I'll just I'll go with um, whatever the second one was. Ulcerous phlegm. Yeah, yeah, that one. All right, Sid. I will also say ulcerous phlegm. Yeah, ulcerous phlegm for me as well. Well, guys, guess what? You're all wrong. <laughs> Correct answer: the fake band is putrefied pus. <sighs> Sorry, nobody scores on that one. I should have known the alliteration <laughs> was too good to be true. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to uh, Noah to pick a category. We have endangered feces, rotten to the core, Christ on a crutch, or a state of confusion. State of confusion. All right, guys. Tell me which is the fake band among these bands with U.S. states in the title. Mississippi Burning, Mutilated Corpse of Tennessee Williams, Kentucky Fried Christians, (laughs) or... New Jersey Department of Transportational Suicide. Let's start it off with Travis. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need those red back again. I'm oh fine. sure, no problem. Mississippi burning, mutilated corpse of Tennessee Williams, Kentucky Fried Christians, or New Jersey Department of Transportational <laughs> Suicide. Um let's go with Kentucky Fried. Christian. Okay. Noah? That New Jersey one is too good to be true. I'm going to say the New Jersey. Okay. Noah says D. Said. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Williams. Tennessee Williams. I'm going to go also with New Jersey. New Jersey Department of Transportation and Suicide. Sid scores again. Mutilated <laughs> corpse of Tennessee Williams. Other three perfectly real. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. What's our score? I want to recap. Sid leading with 600, mm-hmm. uh. Travis with 300, Rob with 200, 
Noah with 100. Stop rubbing it in. At least Noah's on the board. I just figured no no kids these days know who the fuck Tennessee Williams is. Come on. That's, okay. That's a fair point. Uh, Sid will, Sid's going to pick a category now. We have endangered feces, rotten to the core, and Christ on a crutch. I'm going to go with Christ on a crutch because that's an actual band who I, I like a lot. Oh, okay. Well, tell the punk band. They won't be in this category, but tell me the fake band with Jesus in the title. Jesus anal penetration. <laughs> Jesus Mexicans. Jesus skewered on a rusty spork. Or Jesus pissed in my gas tank. I can't believe three of these are actual bands. <laughs> these all sound like fake bands. Oh, you can look it up. Can all we, right. Can we can we get those? <laughs> yeah. Jesus anal penetration. Jesus Mexicans. Jesus skewered on a rusty spork. Or Jesus pissed in my gas tank. Let's go to Travis. Um, I think, uh, shit. What were they again? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the Jesus out. Anal penetration, yeah. Mexicans, skewered on a rusty spork, or pissed in my gas tank. What did Jesus do? <laughs> I guess, uh, Jesus Mexicans. Okay, Noah? Jesus skewered on a rusty spork. Okay. Mm. Skewered on a rusty spork. Okay. I was also going to go on that one with that one. Skewered. Okay. Skewered. You all picked the same answer, and you're all wrong. Jesus pissed in my gas tank. Ah. A fake band. Ah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you know, start a band. The fake ones uh, tend to be the best ones sometimes. All right. Let's go to Rob. You have two categories left. Endangered feces and rotten to the core. Uh, endangered feces. All right. Tell me the fake band among these bands related to shit. Ooh. Shit smeared corpse. <laughs> dead whore fecal juice. <laughs> sperm blood shit. Or nail shitter. Travis. Um, the first two again. Okay. I'll read them all one more time. Shit smeared, okay. shit smeared corpse. Dead whore fecal juice. Sperm blood shit. Or nail shitter? The second one. Second one. For dead whore fecal, fecal juice. juice. Right. Okay. Dead, yeah. dead whore fecal dead juice? Dead whore fecal juice, yes. I said. Fecal juice. Okay. Yeah, dead whore fecal juice. Sorry, dead whore fecal juice is a real band. <laughs> Shit smeared corpse. Oh. Is the face. Too hard. I actually met one of the guys from Nail Shitter once. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Was he a good guy? Yeah, yeah. He gave us some CDs and we just... Uh, you know, oh, he's not it, gonna... was hard to, like, it was hard to laugh at the band name when you're in a he's... band called Cali Competition. But was, uh, he's, not gonna, he's not going to badmouth a guy from Nail Shitter. He no. wants to get a foot in the door of the industry. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right, down to our last question. So um, oh, this is going to be Rotten to the Core. I'll name four bands with the word rotting in the title. You tell me which one is fake. Ready? Rotting Womb. Rotting Virgin. Rotting crucifixion or severe anal rotting syndrome? Travis. Um, severe anal rotting syndrome. Okay. Rotting crucifixion. Okay. Give me the names again, please. Rotting womb, rotting virgin, rotting crucifixion, or severe anal rotting syndrome? I'm going to go with rotting virgin. Okay. Rotting Womb. Rotting Womb. Well, guys, the correct answer, the fake band is Rotting Virgin. <laughs> Say it again. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
right. Let's get a final. This isn't even close. Let's get a final tally, please. Sid with uh, 800. 800. Travis with 300. I think I actually have more than 800. Rob with 200. <laughs> Noah with 100. And guess what? How Going much was the second round points? 200. 200. So I actually have uh, 1,000, Rob. But it wouldn't no, sh- I counted. I've, I've been calculating, too. I see it right there on your screen. Well, Sid wins anyway. All right, so we're going on to the lightning round with Sid and Travis. Woo! Yeah, yeah, what do I care? All right, let me explain. First of all, Sid has to leave the room now, and this time you got to go all the way out because you heard the whole thing last time. Where am I going? Can you go outside the door? We'll call you. Sid just fell on his ass. I did not fall on my ass. Almost. We have right. a caller on the line. It's been uh, he's been staying there for a while. I feel kind of bad. Let's take this call really quick. Let's take a call. All right, go ahead. Sorry, Travis. He's taking a call. Seven three two. You're on the Zach Beats hotline. You're the buffer between the uh, the game and the finals. What's up? Hey guys, what's up? What's going on? Seven three two. You've been on the line yeah. this long. You must have something to say, right? Uh, nothing. What's up? Just wanted to call and you know I never called before, so I just wanted to see what's up. Uh, Okay. Well, um, we're, well we're, actually, we're, we're actually in the middle of a, of a game show. Yeah, we'll call you. <laughs> oh, really? I wasn't listening. I had my phone down. I wasn't listening. All right. <laughs> All right. Not so your fault. we're going to put you on hold again, and we'll take you when we're done. Noah will take you when we're done. All right. All right. All right. So we're ready for the lightning round. Let me explain to our contestants what's going to happen. Sid's leaving the room now. He's going into our isolation booth. And while that happens, I'm going to read off the names of 30 bands. Wait, I have a question. Yes. Are we allowed to lock Sid in the isolation booth and hope that he doesn't get any oxygen? You can do whatever you want. Okay. All right. And as I read each band, Travis, you're going to say real or fake. And whoever, whoever, and Sid will do the same list when he comes back. And whoever gets the most points wins. And that's it. So I need someone to keep score here and I need a timer. You do the timer. Okay, I can do that. Rob, you score, okay? Okay. Wait, I'm... And when I read the first name, start the clock. Okay, hang on. Let me just... Who's going first? You're going first. Because Sid's now now locked up in a glass booth. And how long does he have? He has two minutes. Okay. Are we ready? Everybody ready? Let's do this. Okay. Pissing Razors. Real. Real, correct. Lincoln Love Log. Real. Correct. Fossilized rectum. Fake. Correct. Ass suck. Real. Correct. Liberace's asshole trombone ensemble. Real. Fake. Incorrect. Backstabbing bastard. Real. Correct. Miserable hermit. Fake. Real. Raping Private Ryan. Real. Fake. Deboweled and reassembled. Real. Fake. Hookers don't like to snuggle. Yep. Real, you said? Did you answer? Yeah. Oh, real? No, that's real. Right, that's correct. Slaughtered infant. Uh, fake. Real. Slaughtered messiah. Uh, fake. Fake is right. Vomit erection. Real. Real, right. Taxi cab dismemberment. Fake. Real. Blasphemous necroptic gore hole. Real. That's fake. Distorted prophecy. 
What was it? Distorted prophecy. Uh, real. Fake. Thirty Ab- seconds. Aborted Hitler cock. Uh, fake. Real. <laughs> Festering Christ <laughs> cunt. Uh, fake. Real. Sloppy distended vagina. Jesus. Um. <laughs> real. Fake. Ten seconds. S- give him some extra time because okay. of the delay. All right. Skewered savior. Fake. Fake is right. Flesh vomit. Real. Correct. Flesh whore. Real. Fake. Flesh craft. Real. Correct. Dismembered tranny hooker. Uh, fake. Correct. Funeral rape. Real. Funeral gore. Correct. Sorry. Funeral gore. Uh, real. Correct. Funeral spasm. Fake. Correct. Funeral holocaust. Real. Correct. Mangled dwarf. (laughs) Fake. Correct. Toxic armpit. Real. Correct. Time. All right. How many did he get? He got 18 correct. 18. More than half. I think that's pretty good. These are fucking crazy bands. All right. I guess I'll go get Sid. Good job. Bring Sid in as long as he's not shitting right now. Yeah, you, you actually did better than Gunface. Gunface got 16. And oh, damn. Gave you a couple extra seconds because I know that you're on a delay. So. Well, his, other, his questions for the, the other questions you guys asked him or See, that he had he for, the, for the rest of his episode were way easier than this one. It yeah, I tried, I tried to amp it up a little bit because I, I, like, uh, I, I felt like we're playing with real uh, experts here. So, All right. Now. I wish I'm the fucking... You guys are fucking loud. I had to go outside, literally, like, on the street almost. Good. You got a little exercise. It's All right. too bad nobody kidnapped you. Are you ready? You'd never be able to finish the game. I Give him... 18. Give him the same amount of time that all, he got. All, right? Which is what, like, 20 minutes? No, I feel like I was down there in eternity. Two minutes. It was supposed to be two minutes, so we gave him two and a half minutes. It was a little bit longer than two no, and a half it was, minutes. No, it was two minutes and 45 seconds. Okay, fine. Give him, give him that time. Well, no. We should give him two and a half minutes because Sid is not on a delay. Well, give him the same amount of time. What's the Whatever. Right. Let's go. It's your show. Are you ready? Start the clock when I read the first question, okay? Mm-hmm. Pissing razors. Real. Correct. Lincoln Love Log. Fake. Real. Fossilized rectum. Real. Fake. Ass suck. Real. Correct. Liberace's asshole trombone ensemble. Fake. Correct. Backstabbing bastard. Real. Correct. Miserable hermit. Fake. Real. Raping Private Ryan. Fake. Correct. Deboweled and reassembled. Real. Fake. Hookers don't like to snuggle. Real? Real is right. <laughs> nice. Slaughtered infant. Real? Correct. Slaughtered messiah. Real? Fake. Vomit erection. Real? Real. Taxicab dismemberment. Fake? Real. Blasphemous necroptic gore hole. Fake? Correct. Distorted prophecy. Real? Fake. Aborted Hitler cock. Fake? Real. Festering Christ cunt. Real? Real is right. Sloppy distended vagina. Fake? Correct. Skewered savior. Real? Fake. Flesh vomit. Real? Correct. Flesh whore. Real? Fake. Flesh craft. Real? Correct. Dismembered tranny hooker. Fake? Fake is right. Funeral rape. Real? Real. Funeral gore. Fake? Real. Funeral spasm. Real? Fake. Funeral holocaust. 
Real? Correct. Mangled dwarf. <laughs> Real? Fake. Damn it. Toxic armpit. Fake? Real. Oh, Time. Jesus. How many? Ah, oh, you just missed it. You got 16. 16. Oh, and Travis is the winner. Yeah. But Once Sid, with a, a great showing again, I have to give you credit for that. Yeah, Sid. Sid always coming in second in these. 